Pro Group Racing presents Show Us Your Tips. Daggy and Beaver with you to look towards a big weekend of winter racing, as big as it can be with a, a whole bunch of benchmark 72s. Uh, Beaver, looking forward to a punt on the weekend? I forgot where I was going now. Some nice fields, a um, couple of open fields, uh, some of the form, um, some good horses uh, floating around. I think, um, yeah, there might be some competitive racing. Uh, we'll kick off at Rose Hill, where the rail is in back in the true. Currently a heavy nine, I think, with today. Uh, weather's good in Sydney today. We might even be lucky enough to get to a soft track tomorrow. Um, running line, typical sort of uh, drying out Rose Hill. Don't know if there's too much. We'll make sure we can make up ground first, but I don't think there'll be too many surprises in the track. We kick off with the two-year-olds over the 1,400 metres, though, Beaver. Uh, how are you going to start the day? Yeah, pretty competitive affair here, I, I thought. Um, the, the top four in the market are all coming off really nice wins last start, actually, um, and all showing a bit of potential. So I think uh, there might be a, a bit of quality come out of this race, uh, all different form lines. I've, I've just settled um, being early in the day on Vinny's spirit from the Waterhouse stable. Thought he'd probably go forward and lead these, and I really liked the way it accelerated away Um over the 1400 at Newcastle last start, um, that was impressive and uh, was still really powerful on the line. So I think given it's, it's had the experience over the 1400, it jumps to the front here and can control the speed. Um, I think it might be good enough to get away with this, but it'll have some good chases. Um, Flag of Honour um, will probably be the main danger. Um, I had Alberic on top. I died. Liked the um, the first up win at Canterbury. Um, Rio de Mina ran away. I know Arch of Titus didn't do a great deal at all on the Wednesday. Um, but I think natural progression up in distance for this one. The suits Pike. Uh, you mentioned Vinny Spirit. Agree there. And I like the combination. I mentioned a bit on Wednesday. And I think they had a couple of winners of Duller and Waterhouse. Um, he's not afraid to actually get rolling. And uh, end up in distance is a big tick there as well. Uh, I, I just went away from the other provincial lead-ups a little bit. Um but I agree, those those top couple in the market could all turn out to be um, talented horses. Race two is the uh, highway. Have you had a look at this? Yeah, I have had a look at this, similar to the first uh, number of horses coming off last start wins. But I was impressed with the way Valorum uh, hit the line and went away from them when it got the split at Scone last start. Um, just sat off the pace and put a gap in them, uh, carrying the 62 and a half. Uh, gets a claim here for Tyler Schiller, six, back to 60. Uh, five, gate five means it sits behind the pace here, and I, I expect it'll get the split and hopefully explode away from them again. I thought uh, $5 was good value. Trainer change from your man, uh, formerly with the Masari yep. Yard. So still sticking, sticking sort of fat there, but uh, uh, that was a deep, too deep a race for me. I hadn't had time to get through that one. The race three is a benchmark 72 over the 1,200 metres. Uh, which I have looked at, and uh, I'm I'm going to go with Pretty Wild here. I thought, um, just back to the inside last start, uh, waiting for a jockey booking, but I assume it'll be Kathy O'Hara off, which um, tends to be a bit successful lately, and um, thinking it can bounce back here from um, Dehorned Unicorn, who I'm giving one last chance to um, beat the rest easy last time, first time blinkers, just got reeled in by a good wet tracker. Schofield goes on. Second time, in, as I said, in blinkers um, going forward for Pride. Um, but I think Prindy Wild can bounce back there. Um, what have you made of this one? 
Yeah, look, um, I've gone for Smashing Eagle from the Hawks stable. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Really liked its first up win. That was good at Gosford. Again, just sat behind the pace and, um, yeah, it was pretty powerful uh, to the line there. The extra 100 won't, uh, won't hurt it and uh, gets into this race really nicely weighted. Uh, I think the each way value uh, around the $7 plus mark, I think that's, that's pretty good here and uh, expect it to run well. Really, really nice win actually at Gosford. Um, it was. So good find there. <clears throat> race four is the midway, the nice deep midway again. Benchmark 72. Could you find much here? Nah, look, I, I, I wasn't keen on this race at all. Um, pretty hard to line the form up. If I had, if I was forced to have a pick um, and have a bet, I'd probably go Barticelli. Uh, I'll forgive it its first up run and uh, when it was in the market and hope that it can bounce back. Uh, now it's got that run out under its belt and out of the way. Yeah, I, I just found negatives to most uh, to everything I went looking for here. Um, so maybe something each way moralist, um, which was fifteen bucks when I did the form, and uh, and Bartoselli perhaps um, back to midway from um, from the, the Saturday uh, from the Wednesday there, but uh, yeah, not not especially keen on anything there. The eighteen hundred meters benchmark eighty eight comes up next. Tricky little race, uh, but I'm a little bit keener here. I'm I'm going to stick with Lord Ardmore second up. I like the resumption, uh, missed the run in between, but uh, you did Waller Stable once you get this distance range tend to have him ready to go. Uh, I like the booking of Bowman, which has it just ahead of uh, Combella Fee for me. Uh, what have you done here? Yeah, look, a tricky race here. Look, if you look at someone like Lard, Lord Ardmore, you would expect would continue to improve as they as they get up in the distances. Um, some really nice runs. Last preparation in Wait for Age, uh, particularly at the Gold Coast where, where it finished third behind Wheelhouse. I think it might have started favourite um, in that race. But I'm going to stick with uh, Cumbella Philly uh, based on... Uh, getting into this race with 52 kilos. It's got seven and a half kilo pull over Lord Ardmore. It's got a little bit more fitness. Um, now it's fourth running this prep and is flying at the moment. So I do like following um, and had, had a start over this distance last start and was, was pretty sound. Um, I like following uh, a good quality form in the winter. Um, and for that reason, I'm just going to settle it on top um, in a race that looks to only have three chances. Race six is a fifteen hundred meter seventy eight for the three year olds. This is um probably the race of the day. It's an interesting little race. This one. Uh, what have you done? Yeah, what who did you find here? Yeah, look, um, this was quite an open open market and yeah. uh, a tricky little race. I I narrowed it down to two. I thought there was only two chances in the end. Once I'd completed the form, I settled on Fiordland. Um, based on being third up, Walla really loved the way it won at Canterbury last start. Mm. Um, they backed it, they backed it quite heavily, um, and it came into about seven to four, um, and it just set off the pace and went away from him easy. That was wasn't a, a high quality race. It was only the benchmark seventy two, so it steps up in grade here, but well weighted and Collett is riding well. So I headed on top, um, but obviously main danger. Um, is the top weight uh, from the coming stable. Its last preparation was pretty good, um, but when it sort of got out over that sort of uh, mile and a quarter, 2,000 metre, um, 
it was at its best uh, first up here so it'd be interesting to see how wound up it is uh, but certainly first up over 1500 can run well but it's got 60 so it's got to give the other horse six kilos and that's why i've got it on top as well i i started with the same two actually uh, the other way around uh, again um probably pay less attention to weights than you have on this card but uh, on the sticky track you've made some good points there uh but the trials are okay for lco and did some good uh, one well fresh Last prep, and it compared against some some good horses, um, like some Mr. Brightside and Co. Um, last prep trials have been good, and Bowman on. Uh, I think f- now's the time we can follow the Godolphin team, the resumers, that's starting to head towards spring. Uh, like I said, like the resumption of Fjordland, and the horse I, I didn't know what to do with, uh, and happy for you to see. I think was head of state. Um, I've got a feeling it might be a dry tracker, but and in which case it probably doesn't turn up here. But um, gelded. Uh, does have a window over Profondo last prep and I think has talent, but um, it also is a bit of, may may just be a bit of a myth. So I, around $8, I may have something on it. Booking of Jay Ford probably suggests it's not ready just yet, but um, Alcyone from Fjordland for me, but uh, just a real question mark on head of state. That was a head scratcher here. Any thoughts on any of that? Or we'll move on. No, look... Um I don't disagree with you there. Probably want to have a look at it uh, first up and, and see how it's come back. Again, as you said, it's 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 up in the weights here and, and resuming. Um, I expect it'll it'll do better um, Down the later in the prep. 1,400 metre benchmark 88 is, I guess, the main event on the card here. Uh, what have you done with uh, with this Motley crew? Yeah, look, I was pretty keen on the on the number eight brimstone here from the Widdop Stable, uh, Piker Board. I thought again, its win at Ramwick last start over the fourteen hundred was was pretty impressive. Um, beat highly desired desired quite comfortably, and that's come out and franked that form quite comfortably uh, in in that on race. Wednesday. Was well found in the market. Yeah, on Wednesday, um, it won super easy. Uh, and then prior to that, its form was pretty solid. A couple of seconds, uh, one of those behind Crosstalk, who won well last start. Um, so I think uh, since coming from New Zealand, three runs have been outstanding. Um, gets in here again, um, I've mentioned earlier, but extremely well weighted, 53 and a half. That's a, that's a five kilo drop on last start. Uh, gate seven, Pike can get it wherever it wants to sit. And I thought around the 370 to $4 mark at the moment is... Uh, I uh, I started this race keen and then um, became less and less keen, but I thought Grand Ramoria was the starting point here. Uh, I liked its win last time. I liked it. It probably should have won its last two down south. Comes back up here. I like the fact they've kept it fresh and spacer runs this prep. It seems to be working for it. Uh, and the cut of the track doesn't seem to be an issue. So I started with it on top because um, at first I was going to pen Brimstone, but... I, I ended up um, coming back around to it a little bit, which threw, threw a spanner in it works for me. But I've got it on top from Brimstone. You've covered that off. And I think Yee resuming was the other one. Again, Waller up in the weights on a wet track, perhaps, or question marks. Um, but goes in the quaddy for me. I thought, um, yeah, Grand Ramoy from uh, Yee Yee and Brimstone in race seven. Race eight, another. Yeah, I think you're right. I think Yee Yee is a good... Um does have a definite chance around the $8 mark. Uh, it goes well fresh. It has got some decent form on, on mm. wet tracks and at this distance and this track um, runs well. Hasn't been out of the 
the placings at this track, so um, you'd expect it to run well. Yeah, so the, they were the two I was real keen on, but like I said, Brimstone, uh, Daniel Waits, I think there'll be a bit of intent there. Uh, race 8, 1,800 metres is up next, and I've just noticed um, perhaps inevitably the Milky Bar kid has come out, leaving this maybe one of the worst races I've seen on a Saturday since um, probably last week. Uh, yep. Flexible on top, not keen. Uh, what am I supposed to say? I, there's not a lot here. Um, You've just said what I was going to say. The yeah. two best horses that come out of this field um, are similar. I had flexible on top. But, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, if it's going to win a race, it's fourth up now, um, 1,800, and this is the weakest field. Uh, it's met in a fair time. Um, the only other danger I thought was first light. Uh, the British horse who's come here, uh, it's first up was at Caulfield. Uh, by Miracle Lad, who's going good at the moment, but mm. comes up here now. Um, it could surprise, um, but it kind of had those two, probably play each of those if I was going to have a bit. And look, uh, now with the leader out, uh, Caesar's Palace might get this lead all to himself if Collins willing to go forward. So uh, I love the invasion of Rolf Ford as well. But um, yeah, yuck, we'll move on. 1,400 metre for the girls. Benchmark 78 is up next. Um, this Frumos looks talented. I don't know it, what it beat, what it's beaten in a couple of um, couple of races at Newcastle, but has done it quite well. Um, I was surprised by the price when I first saw it. So I actually um, went looking for a couple of value. Uh, I think uh, Torfik Lass was a nice win last time. He gets through the wetter right, and you're getting it close to twenties. And um, Sir is going quite well. Um, Cut of the ground hasn't been an issue, and that's the Bowman choice here. But I assume down in the weights for Waller will be the intent that Frumos can wrap these up. I, I just don't like the price at all. Um, what have you done? Yeah, I've got Frumos on top. I think it'll be winning this race. Um, Waller generally places these mm. horses quite well and steps them through the grade quite well, particularly in the winter. Um, this is this. This race doesn't have a lot of, have a lot of depth to it. Sir Lemur is definitely going well. Uh, Villafare, I thought, was disappointing last start. Not even sure that it'll run here. I can't see you getting any better than even money here, and I think if you'll be getting the droplets anyway. No, fair call. Um, yeah, Illafare is one I probably could have looked for, but I'm suggesting he probably doesn't run, given we don't have a jockey yet. The yeah, la- I thought it was disappointing last start, to be honest. Yeah, plugged a bit up the straight. I don't know how much, again. Just plugged. Yeah. The 1,100 metres wraps us up, another 78, uh, with scratchings involved. Uh, are you giving Shades of Rose another chance? You probably have to, given we're talking about taking evens um, a couple of weeks back, and now you're going to get $3 in a worse field. Uh, so is on top, um, has trialled since, and didn't. Uh, obviously something went very wrong last time. Uh, I think maybe $3 could be a spoil here, because this is... This is much weaker than it was. What it was set to resume against. Yeah, I agree with you. I think the three dollars, or three, even better than the three dollars at the moment, could be a spoil. Uh, willing to forgive last run. Um, I, I think it, it played up at the barriers as well. Mm. Um, so it was obviously a little bit unsettled, um, hence why it's had to go back and trial. Um, and and that just was probably a little bit out of the ordinary. Um, you got to assume that it won't carry on like that. Um, this, this race, and if it goes to the barriers um, reasonably settled, then you'd definitely want to be on. 
Very good. Uh, I guess it's up to me to pull out a Sydney quaddie now. Uh, for progroupracing.com.au, of course, check them out for their free tips, extensive guides, uh, some nice form guides coming soon, I'm, I've been told. So check them out, sign up to their mailing list, uh, and follow along as we head into spring. First leg at Rose Hill, number one, too much to bear, two Yee Yee, six Grand Remore, and eight Brimstone. Into, oh God, three Flexible, six Caesars Palace, Eights love the invasion. Two Nikki's fling, four Surlemur, seven Tofik Lass, and thirteen Frumos. And we'll come home with one Snow Zone and twelve Shades of Rose. Have you got a best in value for Rose Hill? Yeah, my best is race nine, number thirteen Frumos. Uh, I think it looks like the standout bet on the card. Um, and my value bet comes up in race three, number 12, Smashing Eagle, about the $8. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a nice value bet. I'm going to go with Albrich in the first as my best. Uh, I'm just a bit icky about some of those short price ones later in the day. That said, by the time I'm um, four beers deep at the pub, I'm sure I'll be loading up. Value, Grand Remore in, the, uh, in race number seven. We head down to Flemington where the rail's out four metres, Rain around, uh, so we'll keep an eye on the track, which is currently rated a uh, heavy eight. So it should be okay, but we'll watch for scratchings um, down the middle of the track by the end of the card, as usual at Flemington when it's a bit wet. Kick off again with the two-year-olds up the straight over the 1,000 metres, uh, where I'm going to start the day with uh, the one I suggested a bit last week, Tap and Three, trialled a bit better, I thought, than the stable mate. Cattell, who came out and won well last week, um, drawn probably the right part of the track, and um, Linda Meach booked here, so I think can start the day well from Giga Kick, who obviously um, was very impressive at sale on debut, and uh, should be up on pace and hard to beat. How are you starting off Flemington? Yeah, I've gone the same way. I've gone tap and three, um, tried really well. And I think um, might have a little bit of ability. Um, and at the price, I'm just willing to um, play that. Um, obviously, Giga Kick has some ability, but uh, tap and three for me. Race two is the three-year-olds over the 1,700 metres, which we seem to have one of these weird three-year-old staying races every week in Melbourne now. Uh, who do you like here? Uh, yeah, pretty open race here. Uh, all these horses uh, always promise to, to win a race and sometimes rarely do. Um, I'm going to settle on Philosopher. Um, thought it's been consistent enough and it is ready to win a race now. Um, this could be its chance. Uh, Flemington suit 1700. Uh, got it on top. Yeah, I, um, I found similar. I, I think Oceana Blue fits this race better and Flemington better than it did last week at Caulfield. Um, but I think the wet and out up in distance does suit the last of fall. It needs a win. But um, I had it on top from uh, Oceana Blue. And um, and Hearts and Minds is going okay. A bit of a claim, but uh, yeah, not a big investing race anyway. Race three is the Rising Stars final 1,600 metre benchmark 70 for the girls. Not only an impossible race to try and do form on, uh, it's an apprentice's race, Beaver. Could you find anything you want to back here? Um, well, mate, it's a race. You can have a bet. So I did, true, I right did do the form and I, 
<laughs> I came up with Spanish uh, tides here. Uh, third up now, uh, first run, first run back was pretty good. Um, finished off the 1200 quite nicely and then stepped up the extra 300 to the 1500 at Cranbourne. And um, I thought that was an impressive enough win. Um, finished off the race really nicely. Um, uh, again, it's now up to the 1600, uh, drawn well enough in gate four and I thought around $6. Could uh, give us a sight. Nice. I, I end up having It's True on top um, just because it looks like the wet tracker in the race. Chased uh, Cyclone Sally, who actually ran pretty well in Sydney last week, all things considered. Um, and I might have something on pitch and none just because Alana Kelly's riding it in this race. The staying race on the car, the 2800 uh, race, where um, through Irish Eyes, once again's favourite, does get Jamie Carr. Do you want to back it? Not even a little bit, do you? Well, I did put it on top, to be honest. <laughs> um, there's only three, I only could find three chances in the race uh, through Irish Eyes, Horrifying, and Mimi's Award. I thought Mimi's Award got the better of Horrifying last start. Yeah. Um, and so I, I, I kind of come down to Mimi's Award and through Irish Eyes, but I just. I just thought Irish Eyes, if it's ever going to win a race, this is this is this is it. Um, I know it's been consistent of late, uh, and it, it is hard fit, um, freshened up slightly for this race. Uh, gets car aboard. Yeah, I've got it on top. I think I, I think um, I think it can break through. Yeah, I've just gone with Mimi's because it's not through Irish Eyes. <laughs> that was the only logic. This is a. I don't think anyone else can win the race. Um. Yeah, we'll move on. Race five is the eighteen hundred meters for the two-year-olds. We're much keener because um I like the chances of Quang Tree here. I was really impressed. Sat three wide and won pretty impressively at Flemington last time. Uh, may have to do the same from gate eleven. Hopefully, get a nice cut in the race. But I think it's got a fair bit on the rest of these. Um, these are now the uh, the leftovers of the two-year-olds that are looking for a win out in distance because they weren't quick enough to win anywhere closer. Um, so I think Quang Tree might have a fair bit on these. I think it's be a comfy watch at uh, the 2.20 and uh, best of the day for me. Beaver? Yeah, I couldn't quite work out why it wasn't odds on. No. Um, I thought 2.20 was pretty good odds because I kind of went through this and I looked at this, like the second favourite ran eighth in its only run was 60s. Um behind Grazinga Bishop, who was, you know, only okay last start. Um, the, the the third horse in the market, which is Trans Am, was a couple of lengths behind uh, Quang Tri last start. So it would, but it was 40s. Um, it's probably, you know, the main danger. Uh, the rest, they've all been pretty average in their only race start. So I couldn't quite work it out. This just looks, just looks a good bet. Yep. Uh, not, yeah. As I've said, not much more to add. 1,000 metres, benchmark 78, kicks off the quaddy uh, where Squid Game heads the market. Beef, what are you doing here? This isn't a bad little race, actually. Not a bad little race, but uh, again, Squid Game gets its chance here. Um, that's for sure. It's been good, this preparation. Um, it's just been running into some quality horses. First up behind Star Patrol, then was pretty good. Um, came home hard against Passive Aggressive, and then... Um, Ran second to Inundation, who I know failed um, 
last start that was pretty good in, in that event. Um, and Squid Game was held up, held up, and didn't get a clear shot in that core field there. Um, got way back in the field um, and, and flew home. So based on that, I think, again, Squid Game is going to be super hard to beat. Gareth Flemington shouldn't have any problems getting a clear run here, sits in behind them, um, and Paddy Payne should have this ready to win. Yeah, I agree. Not much more to add. Uh, if there's a danger here, I think it's uh, Nazwari who's who's flying for the new stable and double figures. Uh, but this is Squid Game's race. Uh, all It all falls in line, and um, Craig Williams had a, a decent day Wednesday. He's up back to back to his best in these sort of races. Race seven is the 2,000 metres staying race here where I am. Um, look, I like the trials of interpretation heading into this, um, coming from the overseas form, uh, won a trial um, pretty comfortably. Got, had to be shaken up a couple of times, but uh, was was pretty soft through the line there. Comes here in a race where... Uh, I don't think there's that many chances. I think it will run well from Diagula, our old mate who was never going to win at all last start until the last 100 metres. Um, soft gates, gets through the wet all right. I think they're the two the two main ones. Uh, obviously, with some respect to Mankane, who's enjoying the wet tracks at the moment. What have you done? I thought this race was a bloody beauty. Um, the top five in the market, I think there's five chances and they're all the top five in the market, all similar odds, sort of that 450 to 650 mark. And I think you could you could make a, a case for all of them. Funnily enough, I come up with interpretation as well. Really like the trials, um, thought, thought it's form um, coming out of uh, France, uh, Great Britain and Ireland all looked pretty good in group races there um, and wasn't far off them. So... I thought that was pretty good. First up over the 2,000 shouldn't be a problem. So I had it on top, but Menkei is flying at the moment. Really liked the way it let down last start. He's a shocker in the Aguilera. Um, both both uh, very nice runs last start, so there wasn't much being in. And Blue Cup is also a... Um, Blue Cup was a nice debut too. That yeah. Has some form. Yeah. yeah, it was a nice debut as well behind Lyrical Lab. Really hit the line hard. Um yeah, look, uh, all five of those have genuine chances. Interpretation on top uh, for me, uh, Mankayan, possibly the hardest. Another good race of 1,400 metres is race eight for the three-year-olds. Uh, what have you made of this lot? Yeah, similarly, again, a uh, number of chances that are all in the market here, probably the top six, all of the top six, I think, um, genuine chances here. Um, I settled on Pescara, um, really liked, it's only lightly raced, only had the five starts uh, and its first up run was pretty good behind passive aggressive, um, showed some speed and uh, stuck to its task quite well. Um, uh, when last in work, uh, did run uh, seventh behind a top, Totsu in a group one at Flemington and second in a group three behind Pinstripe. Um, all of which were pretty good before its its early wins in its career. I think it'll be improved by that um, first up run, bit fitter, Oliver aboard. I think it can uh, run a nice race. Yeah, um, I agree. I found the same horse. Uh, nice resumption. You mentioned a hot race there. Uh, format of that, I think the first or first two have definitely won since. Um, comes here, sets up well, gets Oliver from uh, Newark, which is good as well. And we'll run, we'll run well from Jimmy the Bear, who's flying in his double figures again. 
And um, Flemington sets up okay for Daytona Bay. I suppose you have to say it was a little bit unlucky last time. But there's another chance, very tricky leg of the quaddy because I'd I'd be looking even to throw something like shove over in up in distance. But it um, a good a good race, um, Pascara from Jimmy for me. We wrap up over the 1200 meters with another good race um, up the straight uh, or tricky race. Uh, where I'm going to go with the blue colours on top, Tamerlane. Um, sets up well here, second up. Um, nice enough resumption, maybe just a bit far out of its ground. Chasing Waihaha. Uh, obviously, that form looks pretty good. It um, gets Ollie and outside gate by this time, all suits. I think will run well. I think back in distance with Selberos will suit it. Um, led up the last couple and just did run the 1400 metres twice. Um, suits it there, and obviously, Bill the Box is flying. Um, but blue colours on top for me, Beaver. Yeah, look, I've, I've gone for number 15, Incredulous Dream, uh, from the Ma used to stable car aboard. Uh, goes a treat first up. Uh, it's won two of its four starts. Uh, it's won a quarter of a million dollars, this horse, and has some really good form in Sydney. I'm hoping it can bring the, that similar form down to um, Melbourne. Uh, a couple of couple of preps ago, uh, won a listed race at Morfittville and uh, also started, I think, in the Stradbroke, maybe into 2021 up at Eagle Farm. Uh, yeah, Dane Ripper. Which was won by Brooklyn Hustle. Yeah. Yeah, the Dane Ripper, that's it. Yeah. Um, and then last preparation, uh, its form was in against good horses. Uh, Snap Dancer uh, ran a nice race behind and some other decent form lines um, through uh, the Sydney form lines. Um, I'm expecting it can go well first up. Um, so I've got it on top. I thought Tamerlane looked hard to beat as well. Lovely. Um, very, very tricky task for you to do the quaddy here, um, but have a crack at it. Yeah, look, I, I will have a crack at it. Um, the first leg, I'm going number two, Naswari, number nine, Squid Game, number 12, Ver. Veranaskova. Um, in the second leg, I'm going one, Mankayan. Number four, number three, Interpretation. Four, Diagwale. Nine, He's a Shocker. Eleven, Blue Cup. In the third leg, I'm going number four, Pesquero. Number five, My Yankee Girl. Number seven, Dotana Bay, and number eight, Philadelphia Storm. And in the last leg, I am going number four, Pioneer River. Number six, Bill the Boss Boxer. Number 12, Unanimous. Number 13, Tamar Lane. And number 15, Incredulous Dream. Nice. Uh, your best and value for progretracing.com.au. Yeah, my best bet, I had two best bets. I had Quang try in race five, number one, um, all into race six, number nine, Squid Game. I thought they presented um, the best best two bets on the day. It feels a lot like and a card. If this, was a, if this was a good track, it would be a real good betting card. Yeah, you'd have, you'd have, I agree. Yeah. Sorry, and my value bet comes up in race nine, number 15, Incredulous Dream. I'm going to make Tamerlane my value. Uh, in the last, and 
I agree with you. My best of the day is Quang Tri. Uh, could be tempted to have an all-up into Squid Game, same as you. I think they're um, they're two standouts on the card. We head up north. What do you got up for? Uh, what do you got for us up there? Yeah, I got a few um, up north for us. Uh, starting off race one, number twelve, Lethal Warning, around the four dollar mark. Thought it um, could run well. Uh, race four, number five, Kalis. Uh, broke through last start. I think he can go on with another one there. Race five, number three, Honeypot. Gets its chance tomorrow after three nice runs. Uh, this sets up well for it. And yeah, my Ryan Maloney off sets up well there. Sorry? Yeah. And my last one in Eagle Farm, race seven, number 12, Batiga, resuming. Lovely. Good job, Beaver. Good luck this weekend, punters. Um, Looks of good betting around Australia. Take care, of course. Check out progretracing.com.au for everything going on there. And we'll be back next Tuesday night with our midweek preview. Talk soon.